This podcast is a compilation of the lessons we have learned in the past six weeks from Win Friends. Some of us accommodate ourselves quickly into a new atmosphere, make ourselves comfortable, and hook conversations. But some of us find it hard to make friends or be a part of a group. Wound Friends focuses on ways we can build social skills and stronger friendships by reshaping some of the essential practices. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie and Winning with People by John C. Maxwell are good book reads for people skills. Win Friends consists of topics that range from empathy to resolving conflict. The six topics are Look beyond your assumption. Assumptions about a person can restrict us from taking a first towards any relationship. Following these practices will enable us to develop our people skills in all aspects. People feel your attitude. People may not remember what you do, but they sure will remember how you made them feel. Power of empathy. Being empathetic can build lifelong relationships. Add value to people. We cannot have a fulfilling life if we think of other people as obstacles that we need to overcome. Building bonds. Collaborating with others is a skill which is essential for us in our classroom, sports, and life. Anatomy of peace. Some ways to approach conflict without engendering another one is to focus on a win-win situation looking at ourselves first and focusing on both points of view. Following these practices will enable us to develop our friendship-making skills in all aspects. Oprah Winfrey said, Lots of people want to ride with you in the limo, but what you want is someone who will take the bus with you when the limo breaks down. We all want friends who will be with us through our ups and downs. Having such friends is important because we will always feel like there's someone we can rest on. Henry Winkler determined, Assumptions are the termites of relationships. You never know what is happening just by looking at the outside. The assumption that we have about someone may be completely different to what is actually happening. Our brain searches for patterns or what scientists call them, mental models. Other times, assumptions are behaviors we learn from our culture and families. It is proven that a person needs only seven seconds to create a solid impression of who you are. Some researchers say it only takes one-tenth of a second to start determining your qualities such as honesty. John C. Maxwell talks about a principle called the Lens Principle. Who we are determines how we see everything. Let me explain it with a story modified from the book, Winning with People. A traveler named Jeff once went to a village. At the entrance, there was a person. Jeff asked this person, what is this village like? The person asked Jeff back, what is your village like? Jeff replied, the people are horrible. They don't have any manners. The person replied, you will find this village has people that are horrible and don't have any manners. Another person named Leo stopped by. Leo asked the person by the entrance, what is this village like? The person asked Leo back, 
What is your village like? Leo replied, The people are generous and kind. The man replied, You'll find this village to have people that are generous and kind. If we wear blue-tinted glasses, everything we see will be blue. Before we start creating assumptions, let's take off our tinted glasses. Winston Churchill said, Attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. People may not remember what you do, but they sure will remember how you made them feel. Our attitude defines us. What does attitude actually mean? Attitude comes from the Latin word posture, which means how we present ourselves and our approach to the world. John C. Maxwell puts it as, your attitude will make or unmake you. It's not the result of your birth or your circumstances. It's all a choice. He further explains about three types of attitudes that everyone fits into. The first one is an arrogant attitude. These people believe that they know everything and they cannot learn from others. The second type is the naive attitude. People with a naive attitude think that one person can teach them everything. The final type of attitude is the teachable attitude. People with a teachable attitude believe that they can learn something from everyone. How should we have a positive and teachable attitude? A positive attitude is presenting ourselves positively and having a positive approach to the world. That does not mean forcing a smile through gritted teeth and thinking life is going to return back to normal. But during adversity, instead of thinking about the problem, we can think about what we can learn from it. A positive attitude gives us confidence, sincerity, determination, and happiness. I would like to end with a quote by Oprah Winfrey. The greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his future by merely changing his attitude. Empathy and sympathy are often grouped together, but they are different. As Brian Brown says, empathy fuels connection. Sympathy drives disconnection. Being empathetic but not showing sympathy can be confusing. Ian McLaren asserted, Be kind for everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. When we are being empathetic, we are opening ourselves to helping others, but that doesn't mean understanding everybody's problems. Being empathetic can build lifelong relationships. So, what are some characteristics of an empathetic person? Empathetic people can see the world as others see it. What does that mean? That means looking at a problem or solution from another person's perspective. This requires setting aside our thoughts and feelings. An anonymous quote is, True empathy requires that you step outside your own emotions to view things entirely from the perspective of the other person. Empathetic people are non-judgmental. Being non-judgmental is when the point isn't approached through our morals. 
judgmental people create assumptions easily about a situation because they are attempting to protect themselves from the pain. Empathetic people can understand the other person's feelings and communicate the understanding. They do this by comforting the other person by saying, I've been there and that really hurts. Others would say, at least you don't have to, or it could have been worse. Being empathetic, we understand the value of acceptance and to be heard. We also start to understand the strength and courage it takes to be vulnerable and seek empathy. Professor Simon Baron Gohan said, Empathy is a skill like any other human skill. If you get a chance to practice, you can get better at it. In my fourth grade ballroom, there were plenty of amazing quotes. When I watch those videos, I'm amazed by them. One of the quotes was by Albert Einstein. Do not try to become a person of success, but try to become a person of value. What does it mean to add value to others? It means having the intention to serve others. You enrich and enhance the quality of others. It's not about how others treat you or make you feel. It's vital you make others feel important and loved. The author who has spoken on this topic often is John C. Maxwell. He has explained this topic in two of his books, which I'm going to use as guidelines to find ways in which we can add value to people. How can we add value to others? Value people. We cannot have a fulfilling life if we think of other people as obstacles that we must overcome. This means valuing everyone whom we come across in life, not just the people whom we are close with. We need to intentionally value others and express their value to them. Not only that, but we need to value their uniqueness and accept them for who they are. Make yourself valuable to others. We cannot give what we do not have. We must have values if we want to add values to others. Know and relate to what others value. Only when we know, understand, and relate to what others value can we support them. How can we do this? Think of ways to add value to people. Before launching into a day, think of an intentional act of kindness you can show others. It could be a smile with warm words of inquiry or thank you notes. Look for ways to add value to people. When you are a person who has had an intentional thought ahead, you'll be constantly looking for ways to help others in a spontaneous manner. Do things that add value to people. Do not stop with thinking and looking for ways, but actually do something for another person. John Wooden often said, Don't tell me what you're going to do. Show me. In a small way or big way, in private or public, just do it. You can always review your day with a question. Did I add value to anyone today at school? Finally, encourage others to add value to people. As you develop this habit, encourage others to do so as well. Someone once said, 
Individually, we are each one color. Together, we make a rainbow. In this topic, we are going to learn about collaborating with others, a skill which is essential for us in our classroom, sports, and life. The truth is that teamwork is at the heart of great achievement. Do we acknowledge the fact that we ought to be good team players in order to build bonds with others? Working in teams can be a hard experience, especially when there are different points of views. No one has ever achieved anything alone in this world. Becoming a team player can enable us to work better as a team. How do we become a better team player and make the best out of our team? Communicate, delegate, efficiency, ideate, and support. Communicating within the group is one of the most important keys to success. Communication can resolve problems and create understanding of each other's points of views. Delegation is understanding each other's strengths and weaknesses and using the strengths to benefit the team. Efficiency is being able to understand the important work first and easy work towards the end. An efficient team can sort their work and finish it before time constraints. Ideating is important because that is where everything starts. However, respecting each other's ideas is crucial. Creating a feeling of acceptance in the group can make everyone willing to share their ideas. Finally, supporting each other is important. Understanding each other and supporting is what makes the team safe like a family. Mahatma Gandhi realized, an eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. All of us have faced and been a component of many conflicts. If you think about it, small conflicts we have had with friends get resolved over time. Larger conflicts incline to leave a scar. We all believe that our perspective is the right one during a dissension, but that may not be true. Unresolved conflict can be held on as a grudge for a long time. Josh McDowell said, It is more rewarding to resolve a situation than to dissolve a relationship. Approaching conflict can be hard if we are dubious about the other person's reaction, but trying to approach it may result in a worthwhile outcome. Some ways to approach conflict without engendering another one is to focus on a win-win situation, look at ourselves first, and focus on both points of view. Win-win situations make both parties happy and develops their relationship. It is consequential to look at our mistakes first before we start blaming the other person. Most of the time, if we forget about the conflict for a while, then we think it, we can identify our flaw. Approaching that person, talking to them about our flaws, and apologizing makes the relationship stronger. Conclusively, focusing on both points of views helps both parties to understand the cause of the conflict and resolve it together. Focus on learning the anatomy of peace.